0: Good morning ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show, it's the RR Show, the best show on the internet, and today I'm taking you into a little bit of R slash Entitled parents. so sit tight, get your tea, get your popcorn, and come with me as we jump into this first story from external ad 7876, with a story titled, You won't give me a key to your house, that's fine, I'll make one for myself. Every day we rise,
1: challenging ourselves to work,
0: This is actually an entitled grandparent story, but this lady has been involved in my upbringing since I was a child, and this woman hates me. To give some background, my grandmother is a hardcore Catholic former nun and was extremely strict with my dad and with me. My dad got his 17-year-old girlfriend drunk and pregnant, which is obviously a huge no-no in the Catholic Church. My grandma basically pressured my mum to convert to Catholicism and marry my dad and later they had two more kids. But because I was born out of wedlock, I'm the black sheep, and not just by grandma. My entire dad's side will never be happy with me and they hate me and my mum. For reference, I'm 24 and my sisters are 22 and 20. The youngest just moved out with her parents but neither have jobs and the middle one and her fiancé are extremely financially irresponsible and live with my parents and just expect to have everything handed to them. I'm out of the house with a professional job, married and have a child, and have been doing really good for myself, and I'm the disappointment. My grandma was extremely strict and abusive specifically to me. She yelled at me multiple times, calling me the child of the devil, etc. Has thrown stuff at my face for no reason, and I wasn't allowed to have any privacy at her house. I always had to have the bedroom door open. She would sit at the foot of my bed until I fell asleep. I had to spend every weekend and break from school with her until I started working at 15 and she would scream at me if I locked the bathroom door. You get the idea. She would also threaten to call the cops if we didn't comply with her and there were multiple instances where she would call the cops if we didn't answer our phones. Like she called at 7am and 10pm on separate occasions and I've woken up to cops knocking at my door. And yes this has happened when I was at home and out of town where I didn't even tell her I was staying. She is a psycho. So on with the story. I actually just found out the other day that she did this, so that's why I'm sharing it now. Anyway, when I was 20, I decided to move out with a couple of friends. Grandma demanded that I give her a key to the duplex. I refused for multiple reasons. In the first place, I don't need my grandma being able to come over whenever she wants, especially since one of my roommates was my boyfriend. In the second place, we threw a lot of get-togethers and I don't need her lecturing my friends that dungeons and dragons and anime and all that are TOOLS OF THE DEVIL and we need to all go to church with her. And in the third place, we had all agreed to not give out copies of our keys to any family members. And I'm not about to have my friend's privacy invaded as well because my grandma just can't handle not having control over every little part of my life. I mean she still called multiple times every day and found excuses to try and come over as much as possible. And every time for the first couple of months she just kept demanding I give her a key to our place and I kept refusing. Well at one point my youngest sister was spending the night and my grandma dropped her off. We were going to go do some shopping, but I couldn't find my keys. I'm looking everywhere and I can't find them anywhere. So my grandma offered to pick up what I needed to make dinner. I reluctantly agreed and went back to looking for my keys. They somehow were right on the bar. I didn't think much of it at the time because, you know, I do stuff like that all the time. But my sister told me the full story. Apparently, the next day when my grandma picked her up, she bragged to her how she stole my keys when I wasn't looking and made herself a copy of the key so she can go inside whenever she wanted. Now, she's never barged in while I'm home, so I'm guessing she was coming over when no one was home and going through everything. And it's justified, you know, because she's just making sure we were making good Catholic choices. It also wouldn't be the first time she's gone through my stuff when I'm not home, because she would do the same thing to me at my parents' house and then berate me if she found things she didn't like. Apparently she's been trying to steal my keys for this house too, but she hasn't been able to figure out where I keep my keys. I keep my keys in our bedroom, in the far back of the house and will not have my keys around her now for this exact reason. What is wrong with you? What do you mean? Would You, you still talk to her? Dude, you should have a restraining order on this nutter. Run! Lock her out! I don't know, throw crucifixes at her! Jesus, how are you still talking to her? What's wrong with you? Blink twice if you need help! Anyway, our next story is from Seaworthy Zebra. Worst Karen I've ever seen caused a blow up for the ages because I wouldn't give her son a black belt on his first day to karate.
1: Thank you and stay spooky.
0: I teach Kempo Karate as a 2nd degree black belt. I also have an assistant Kira, a 1st degree black belt in her own right. I don't own the gym, my instructor does, but since he's gotten older, me and Kira handle the younger classes while he handles the business side of things plus the adult class. We have 3 classes. Kids class, 5 to 10s, Intermediate class 11-15 and adults which is 16 and up. So kids class classes just ended when a woman walks in with her son. She says her 13 year old son wants to take karate lessons. So I shake hands with her and give her a sit down with my instructor to fill out waivers and get him his gi measurements. Other students file in for the intermediate class and me and Kira get down to business. I take the bulk of the class, around 15 kids, while Kira goes with the new students one-to-one to teach them the basic strikes and stances. Not five minutes later, I hear Kira upset, telling new boy to do 10 push-ups. Why? He called Kira, who's essentially a volunteer, a fucking bitch. Karen, the mother, stands up and says her son can't do push-ups, as she doesn't want her son to be sore. Kira lets him do the push-ups on his knees, but not five minutes later she makes him do 20 more, since he's now called her a slut. For reference, Kira is in her early 20s, and the boy is 13. Not to mention there's other parents and kids here as well, it is just wholly inappropriate. So I walk over and ask Kira to switch with me. As she does, she gives me the bug eyes and mouths, what the fuck? So I walk over and ask the boy why he insulted my assistant Kira. He said he doesn't like girls. When I asked him what he meant, he said he only listens to his dad or other boys. He won't listen to me at all, he needs some discipline, the mother confirms to me chuckling. As if raising a monster is something to laugh about. When do I get my black belt like you have? The boy asks me. Mind you, he's been punching the air the entire time. This boy is aggressively hyper. Well, it takes quite a while. I've been training since I was five and earned my black belt at 21, so it took me a while, I say to him. Nah, I don't want to wait that long. I want it now, he says. Little chubby face now red and sweaty from all the shadow boxing. The mother motions me over and whispers in my ear, do you think you could just give him one? Just to make him happy? No. Sorry. He has to earn one. We aren't a belt factory. Well, he never gets told no. I'm sorry, but that's not how we do things here. I have money, I can pay you extra. No, sorry, we only give out belts when they've been earned. After several minutes of arguing and conversations that led nowhere, Karen snaps at me. I paid you to give my son a black belt! She stands up and points a finger in my face. It was so sudden that I reflexively took a step back. Hey, chill out lady, some of the other parents chime in. Before I can reply to Karen, I hear a loud commotion behind me. I hear more parents and students shouting. I turn and see New Boy smacking and hitting a girl in the class. Kira is shouting, hey stop. However this girl that Newboy is hitting is a purple belt and a little badass of her own. She loads up a front kick and hits the brat's center mass right in his flappy stomach. He shouts, doubles over crying tears of pain. Oh man, I was so freaking proud of her. Hey, that little bitch hurt my son. Karen runs past me onto the mat and gets in the face of the 14-year-old girl who her son just attacked. This girl's already scared and starts to cry, but Karen ups the ante and shoves this girl in the chest with her hand. Kira gets between them and is red-faced enraged. I immediately rush over and try to defuse the situation, but neither of them are having it. Parents stand up and start shouting, ''Keep your hands off my daughter!'' The girl's father, who was with the other parents, yells at Karen. He starts approaching aggressively, but backs off when he realises me and Kira, both black belts, are by her. Now, you should know something about Kira. She's under 5 foot, less than 110 pounds soaking wet, but she can still kick my ass up and down the mat on any given day. She's fast, accurate, and insanely flexible. She can control her body and perform techniques I just simply can't. So Kira and Karen get into a shouting match with each other. I tell Karen to leave with your kid and don't come back. Don't you ever lay a hand on any of my students, do you understand? I raise my voice and was genuinely pissed off. Fuck you, my son needs a black belt and you won't give him one, she screams at me. Your son is crazy, he attacked our students, Kira interjects. But this set Karen off as she reaches and tries to bitch slap Kira in the face. <laughs> oh big mistake! Having had enough, Kira parries the smack and fires an absolutely vicious leg right into the meat of Karen's inner thigh, with nothing held back. The slap sound of Kira's shin bone decimating Karen's thigh echoed off the ceiling like a slab of meat getting thrown on the floor. It. Was. Glorious. Karen gasped as she fell onto the mat in a heap. Oh my god! She held her leg as Brat Boy got up and rushed at Kira. I got in front of her and grabbed the boy's wildly swinging arms. He hit me a few times, but I refused to hit children, so whatever. I let him tire himself out. One of the parents called the police. After interviewing everyone involved, they determined that Kira and myself acted in self-defense. Neither of us wanted to pursue assault charges against Karen, but the parents of the girl Karen shoved quite rightly felt differently about it, so Karen was hauled away in handcuffs. Karen said she'd sue me and Kira in civil court, but since we have legal waivers, here's hoping nothing comes of that. As for the boy, well, I honestly feel bad. His childhood has been robbed by piss poor parenting and I wish we could have had more time to straighten him out. I have a particular dislike for his views of women and feel like I really could have helped turn it around. Maybe, maybe not. So yeah, that was my experience tonight. Hope you enjoyed it more than I did. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the finale of this episode. Make sure you are following along uh, so you get notified of all that goodness of new episodes and whatnot. You know what to do. I'll see you in the next one, guys. Peace out.
1: No necessary. Prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed Terror takes center stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares